hello everyone welcome back to the podcast from 2000x the guy from the fuck welcome back everyone to the 2000x podcast where we talk about games cartoons and other crap i find interesting this week and let me tell you i am excited happy because of course i'm recording again uh things are just going well in general and because i have subjects to talk about usually i kind of give like a very like simple lame review stuff like that well i mean i like my reviews but very simple stuff because I'm kind of like out of the loop. I don't have much to talk about, and uh, but it's been a bit, bit blah. It's been a pretty busy week, uh, relatively busy, but you know, uh, my cousin's been over a few times and I could have recorded while he's here, but I couldn't because I just kept on getting distracted. Just a lot of stuff happened, and you know, I've been pretty busy in general. I mean, I gotta find a new job for crying out loud, but it's all good though. No batteries and it's just uh. My place got closed down. Good news is that... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a pretty bu- it's been a pretty busy week because of stuff like that. I am working on other sources of... of uh, I have other sources of income, thankfully, such as stocks, which... Thanks to Robinhood, which... Well, not necessarily thanks to Robinhood, but thanks to just stocks in general, have been doing very well. I've been doing... I've been able to hold up a little bit because of that. Uh, what's it called? Actually, I mean, I would love to talk about the whole GameStop Robin Hood situation, but it's just, it's funny to me because, like, uh, I mean, first of all, everybody else has already talked about it, and there's not much to say. I mean, I was kind of there, I wouldn't say on the front lines or something, uh, but I was there just, like, kind of listening along, especially because, like, I hadn't realized that there was people willing to, like, basically stand up for GameStop. So when I heard that it was happening, I was like, oh, sweet. Uh, I would have joined in, but I didn't have enough money to buy in at the like to to buy for it at the time, right? Uh, and then even worse is that I got a notification from Robinhood because I use Robinhood, telling me like, oh, we're gonna limit um, GameStop and uh, AMC and places like that. And I was like, well, that's bullcrap. I didn't want to buy at that time because if they're gonna limit us, that's the point, right? Thankfully, I guess. Robinhood got into some trouble and kind of like basically got told, no, don't do that. So now the stocks are back up and now again, they're too high, too high for me to get on that. Um, it is a little funny though, cause they never went down to the amount anyways. Like I have around, uh, $50, not necessarily $50, right? Uh, but the price for GameStop went down to about $40 and I was like, okay, I'm going to put some money in. Um, but I have way below 50 so I couldn't exactly get um, money in time to buy some GameStop stock. And plus, like I said, when I heard that Robinhood was limiting everything, there was just no point. I wouldn't say there's no point in trying. I was just looking for like alternatives to Robinhood, like other websites and places that would let me invest. Because I was like, if, if, if Robinhood's going to, you know, stop us, what's, what's, what's their deal? You know, I've... I'm not going to give them my service anymore, my contribution. Thankfully, it looks like that stopped. I mean, if not, you know, we've got my Twitter at the end of the podcast in the description. Feel free to at me. Let me know what's going on, please. I'd like to know. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily make this all a stocks podcast, although it's something I've been into. So I might talk about stocks like at the end every so often. Um, But yeah, it was pretty upsetting until, of course, we got unlimited, I guess. Uh, 
And I mean, it kind of stinks because if I got in on that boat on time, I probably could have sold for a lot right now. I mean, not even it's about it's currently GameStop is selling for about a hundred or something like way over a hundred. Uh, let me see. I'm curious now. GME. Yeah, it's well, actually not way over a hundred. It's currently one oh one oh one, but it was at its highest was one eighty. So it's like whoa, that's crazy. Uh. It's good to hear that GameStop is doing well. And even better news is that I heard that they're going into, like, virtual retail. Which I think is a really good idea because, first of all, it just makes sense. It's the next step seeing how everybody's buying games online, you know? Possibly, like, at least supporting themselves through something like Steam or GOG where they could, like, do PC gaming, you know? Because, I mean, they can't exactly just make a, a store for the Xbox store or something, you know? Like, they can't make an additional Microsoft store for games that are being sold on... I, I can't word this properly. Basically, they can't exactly make a virtual store for Xbox games or PlayStation games or whatever console. Even a Switch now, because I have that finally. Um, they can't do that because Microsoft, PlayStation Network, all, all of them, they have their own web... Like, if you want to buy a virtual game, you can buy it directly off the store. So what's the point, right? So, I feel like it'd be logical for them to take the step into, like, GOG or something. Like, basically, maybe either working with Steam, Epic, or GOG, or possibly just uh, making their own website for such a thing. Uh, Especially because, I mean, like, it's not like... um, I mean, when when you sell an online game, or, like, you're basically doing virtual retail, I guess, for lack of a better word... Uh, you're capable, excuse me, (sighs) I forgot, I've been uh, running out of breath pretty quickly, so, but yeah, when you do virtual retail, I mean, there's actually a lot of differences, like, you would think possibly, like, oh, man, freaking, uh, what's the point, like, what's the difference, right, well, I mean, in some cases, you have websites like Steam, or you have programs like Steam, where they might sell some, one version like maybe version 10.8 of um, Arx Fatalis, right? A game from like the 90s. But they might have certain like specs, for lack of a better example. Like they might have certain features that are that don't work with their version because they can only sell or they only have access to this copy of the game, right? But then GOG might have a better working version or just some other details, you know, maybe different mod communities. That's just how it is, you know. I mean, to put it simply, if you want the best mods for a certain game, you got to look at which communities prefer which website. Because, like, the community, depending on how dedicated they are, you know, they're not going to move. You know, like, I'm sticking to Steam because that's all I know. Although I would like to get a few of the games that are exclusive to GOG, but in short... It's like, I'm sticking to Steam, so if I made a mod for something like Gary's Mod, and Gary's Mod just so happens to be on GOG also, if I made, like, a cool mod for Gary's Mod, I'm comfortable with Steam. So chances are I'm releasing it to Steam first, and then maybe later on going to GOG. But the point is, since the veterans are used to a certain website, they'll stick with that website. You know, so you want to always look for the veterans, and that's for gaming. Uh... That's the big thing, too. I mean, in general, online communities are a hard thing to look for. I mean, nowadays, the internet in itself has this big habit of kind of, like, 
taking over everything. Like that iceberg meme, you know? Something that was once an urban legend um, within a certain online community um, like becomes just a meme for the rest of the internet, you know? Which, I mean, in a lot of it's... Like, a lot of people like to, you know, think, oh, internet culture, this and that, and it's part of America, and so on. And it's like, yeah, that's it's not a bad thing per se, but it makes nothing else special, you know? Like, I can't... It's like, everybody wants to get on Gears of War, but they can't stand um, the blood and violence, the gore, whatever that goes on, right? So, but instead of, like, accepting that maybe Gears of War isn't their thing... Uh, they try to, like, get the company in charge of Gears of War to, like, alter it, where it's like, oh, I want representation, uh, less blood, uh, this, uh, that. And then downgrades the rest of the game, so now not only are you getting, like, less of the reason that people like the game, but, like, instead of focusing on programming, or, for example, programming, uh, now they're focused on programming new characters, new updates, and this and that, so you get a buggy mess that's basically like Fallout 4 or, or No Man's Sky. When it came out, because I know No Man's Sky is doing better now. I'm playing it for now. I'm playing it for crying out loud. But yeah, so it's a little harder to kind of like find your community at times. A lot of people would basically prefer, prefer, to, prefer, prefer to take other, take over other communities and like kind of make them into their community. But, and it's not necessarily just, like, the people's fault. Sometimes it's just the company in charge of said community or the franchise that created such a thing. Um, it's the company not understanding that there's a difference between their community and the fans, right? Uh, there's a lot more to this, and I think I'll, I'll focus more on it later. But one thing I do have to say is that to the people who, like have a passing interest in something but can't necessarily get into it all the way your goal might want might be to make something else or to look for something else like i personally love uh a lot of details like terminator for instance however i can't stand the modern terminator films so rather than complain about them all the way because this is the direction terminator has decided to go towards for some reason I've just decided to make my own games. Are they Terminator? No, it's my own idea and it's my own, like... Like, the basic is just, you know, robots versus humans. But the exact details are... Like, because I've even... I've mainly been there for the for the overall details, such as, uh, you know, robots versus humans. Rather than the specifics, such as... And this is mainly because I was a kid when I was in a Terminator. When I was really the Terminator. Uh, but such as the specifics as, like what the Terminator represented, right? Uh, oh, I heard it that time. The fuck? <clears throat> Such as the uh, details that the Terminator represented. But, well, it's a lot more context. So, I mean, it's just, that's all, that's just my best suggestion. Even, like, right now, I'm, I've made a, like, a simple Discord community, website, etc. All this stuff where I have like-minded individuals basically keep our own... I wouldn't say keep to ourselves, per se. Basically, rather than like look for another community to call my own, I prefer to make my own community, make my own things that create community, etc. 
You know, because I can't say, oh, I love the Terminator games, but then say, oh, but I hate um, the lack of Hispanic characters. I'm Hispanic, right? But I hate the lack of Hispanic characters because that's not why people like Terminator. I mean, that's not why people like Gears of War. What? Did I say Terminator? Oh, my goodness. Point being, I don't want to change something else just so that it pertains to me. You know, I'm not going to grab Dead Space and make it, force it to have stuff that I think it should have. I'd rather take Dead Space, look at why I like it, and then make my own thing based off of it, you know? Uh, It's a little bit of a tough subject, and I know a lot of people are probably going to hate it anyways. So feel free to hate on me. I'll send my my post my Twitter anyways. Uh, And I'm also sorry because I know it sounds a little bit confusing, and that's my fault. Uh, my, my dad called me right now. He came by to say hi. So I dropped for a second to, I dropped the podcast for a second so I can go say hi to him and my family and everything. Um, basically I just, uh, basically I kind of lost, I, I lost track of what I was talking about. <sighs> it's also his fault, but you know, I'm not going to blame him all the way. <laughs> he got, he wanted to say hi. What could I do? Um, yeah, but next topic i'm gonna go feed my dog real quick and then i'm gonna get to my next topic actually you know what i'm not gonna feed my dog yet i I thought it was five o'clock it's not five o'clock right now so i have some time uh i feed her i feed her at a very specific time that's why (laughs) um let's see what was i talking about it's a little hard because i have a lot of things i want to talk about and kind of transition to uh something though i've I would kind of call the person who likes everything but can't choose a very but can't stay with one thing. That's where that's what I would describe as a fan or a fandom, right? Because a fan might love what's popular now, but when something else is popular, chances are um they're going to jump to that next. Now, if you stick around with the first thing that was popular, then that's when you're just straight up part of the community and not a fan anymore. Um which is, a, it's a good upgrade. Uh, one thing is, of course, you know what? You never want to let that really stop you from, like, growing as a person. You know, you might want to at least, like, monetize off of it. I mean, like, the, the what's it called? The podcast Fat Man on Batman, where they obviously, those guys love comics. But rather than just be fans and, you know, like, stick in their house, talk about comic books, they found a way to kind of, Use it, make it their career, which would be, of course, making a podcast. A lot of people, it, it, just keep in mind, of course, there are a lot of people that are doing such things. So you never want to stick around or you never want to, like, not have a backup, I guess. I mean, if, to put it simply, do what you like, but always be prepared. You know, you never know what's going to happen next. Um, what was I talking about, though? Uh... Although, I mean, I guess if we're talking fandoms or whatever, right? I mean, something that's happened to me is I kind of just joined the YouTube... I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh! community. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say all the way because I don't contribute much to said community to be to become a full-time member. Um, to me, I, the way I see it, because the community will usually like contribute to the media. And besides buying a few packs off of Duel Links... Um, actually, I guess that does kind of make me a member of the community. Uh, although it does, it sometimes like the big members of the community will go above and beyond, you know? Uh, I personally, I'm just like, I'm basically, I'm into Yu-Gi-Oh right now and it's been my big thing catching my eye. Uh, I would say I'm a fan of other things too, but 
the reason I was bringing up Yu-Gi-Oh! Before I get distracted with anything else is because I had this story because just recently, not actually just recently, I've had these for a while. So in short, uh, I go to this this uh, mall nearby my house. It's the closest mall, uh, closest to my house called, um, well, I'm not going to give out the name right now. Um, in short, I go to the mall because there's a Target there. So I go there for Target. And, um, like, my family and everything, we buy food, we buy clothes, what we need, right? Because Target, you know, that's what we got. Uh, there's, there's Walmarts. I mean, we, we used to go to Walmart also, but there is not, there is, like, <laughs> it's not close at all. So it's going to take a while if we were to go there. Um, but yeah, whenever we do go, <clears throat> or, like, when we were first going, before quarantine and everything, I had... Not, I didn't necessarily have an interest in Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, <clears throat> and of course, I'm willing to bet this happened to everybody, and I'll tell you why in a bit. But yeah, basically, ever since you, like, you know, you're stuck at home doing not, you don't have much to do. Yu-Gi-Oh! I guess kind of gained popularity, because I know it happened with me, or it hit me, or it's like, Oh, I want to try Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, I don't have a way to try it. And then I remembered, oh yeah, there's an app. So, I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Here's the thing. Uh... I kind of like went downhill and I started to want to play, wanted to play more and more Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm even making a card game because I like Yu-Gi-Oh! But like I said, rather than complain about I don't like this and this of Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm basically taking what I do like out of it. <laughs> uh, I don't think the card game, I mean, I want to make it anyways. I want to submit it and everything. But I'd like to make this card game similar to how 4chan makes their Pokemon game. Where it's like... <clears throat> Where it's like, you could tell, of course, this is connected to the source material, but it's its own thing, you know? I mean, to put it simply, having, um, having, a, I really can't talk about that game. It was so inappropriate. Boy, um, what was I talking about? So, point is, uh, I've, I spiraled down and I basically wanted to try more and more of Yu-Gi-Oh! Which is where I just, uh, and I even wanted to buy some cards for my little brother and sister, and... Oh, there is none. There is almost nowhere. I happen to buy two bo- I happen to get lucky and buy two boxes from the Target that's nearby my place. But recently, every time we go to Target, I always drop by the section where the cards are so that way I can like see about more. And there's magic, there's Pokemon, but there is no Yu-Gi-Oh cards anywhere. And I'm just like, what the hell? It's always empty, and I think it just so happens to be either the time of day or just, like, everybody who's into Yu-Gi-Oh! is just camping out front of the store so that they can buy the cards first. Even, like, the small packs. I, I only happen to find one small pack in one box. Otherwise, I have two gold tin boxes that I just got, I got lucky and happened to buy. I bought them in, in different times, but, you know, luck at different times, I guess. So... Just recently, because I've had them for a while, but recently I decided to clean up my room so that way I can basically breathe in here, right? So I cleaned up the room and I found a, I found a few, I relocated some of my items basically. I got, a, I still got a lot to clean up, but for the most part it's clean. So I put these, I put the Yu-Gi-Oh boxes on my little bench right here. This, this isn't even much of a sitting bench anymore. It's more like a hold my stuff bench. So I put my boxes on stuff on my bench. And all of a sudden, I realized that during the week, my room was getting really hot. And I was like, what the hell? Why is it so hot in here? I finally realized why. 
so it was getting really hot and I kept on like turning on my air conditioner, but it would get so cold that I had to turn off the air conditioner. Yet, as soon as I turned it off, I could feel the heat again. I was getting really frustrated at this point, And then I finally, until luckily, I, I happened to walk into my room and something hit me in the eye. So a beam of light hit me around the eye and my first thought was, oh, what the heck? Uh, and that's when I realized they were coming from the Yu-Gi-Oh boxes. A lot of the times, it, same thing, beam of light hit my, hits my eye. Uh, and it's like, oh, well, it's because the sun just so happens to reflect off of something. Mostly my phone or like my mini, I have a mini vacuum because my room gets dusty. Uh, my basically it it hits me in the eye so I I just turn around my phone or pick up my phone or something but this time I couldn't find out what it was and then I realized you know like it made and it was so perfect because the the beam was like shining golden <laughs> like a rainbow I guess it was shining bright and then I was like oh that's why it's been getting so hot in here because I moved the boxes and it was less hot all of a sudden like almost instantly basically what was happening because my bench is right in front of my window the light was was hitting directly from the window, hitting both boxes and just reflecting the light up into the air. Now, it's a little bit confusing, but if you've learned anything about this kind of science, you know what it is. It's like solar panels, for instance. Essentially, a sol like darker colors, darker colors, excuse me, will absorb heat more often because less light is going because less color is being reflected, you know? Because the idea is that the light is hitting an object, and depending on what color it is, it's going to reflect as much light back to you. So that's why brighter colors are bright, because they reflect more, you know? Um, I'm, I'm extremely, st like, uh, I'm simplifying this a lot right now. But in short, brighter the object is, the more sun that's going around. That's why asphalt is always very hot, you know? Like when you go from... PE when you go to PE you know like during school because uh, you sit down it's very hot or you stand or you walk you run whatever very hot because the asphalt is absorbing a lot of the heat um, and that was basically what was happening in my room I had no clue for like the longest time uh, and it does kind of suck I, I gotta find somewhere else to put these or I gotta sell one or something but in short my uh, every time I walk into my room uh, if I want to open up the window or if I want to like, even if I don't want to open up the window, I have to move these stinking boxes, man. It's so frustrating. It gets so hot in here. It gets crazy. But that's not even the, the craziest thing I've heard this week. Uh, I still don't have to feed her yet. It's not time. <sighs> Something I realized about the boxes, in fact, is that, uh, one of them has a really big dent in it. And I thought it was because... Uh, maybe I put something heavy on it, but it would have been on the other box too, except uh, it's not. <laughs> so I realized, oh, it's probably because of the heat, which is kind of funny because it's kind of it's been kind of cold in here. Um, it's been kind of cold here in the city, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know why it would be so bent up like that. But uh, moving on, though. So along with Yu-Gi-Oh, I actually rediscovered um, creepy pastas because for a couple reasons, but. Mainly, I just rediscovered them because uh, I like to listen to stuff while I play Halo. So mostly music, but it's creepypastas also. Uh, most most of the time, I listen to like what's it called? These kind of uh, ARG videos. But then for some reason, I realized that creepypastas kind of go very well together with ARG videos, or like just like with stuff to listen to. I guess uh, it does kind of um, 
I wouldn't say desensitize the creepypasta, but it does kind of become less creepy when, like, you're listening to, like, oh, and then he was attacked, and then while you're, like, attacking someone, like, you have someone in in an assassination hold on Halo, and you're like, oh, man, that'd be so freaky, (laughs) and you just, like, break his neck or something. (laughs) I don't have a good, um, what's it called? I need, like, a laugh track just for the heck of it, like, (laughs) ha, 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 for, like, no reason. But, yeah, um, I rediscovered them... Recently, and I gotta say, I've, I've found some pretty interesting ones. There's an, there's an entire YouTube channel dedicated to, uh, or at least most of them, where they're, like, dedicated to, like, theme park-themed creepypastas called Freaky Attractions. And I love the channel, honestly. It's got some pretty good stuff. Uh, he even has his own original creepypastas along with um, a, a small animated show. He only had two episodes, I think, before having to stop it because the... I don't know what the reason is. I'm I'm just new to the channel. Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, pretty cool. Uh, I haven't heard of. I haven't honestly. I mean, I think pretty uh, creepy pastas are a pretty cool thing, in idea. But the problem being, that like the wrong person hears it and then they just like have this entire, like they have this idea in their head like, oh, I'm gonna make a part two to this, when it's like, no, if you make a part two, you're gonna ruin what was good with part one. Unless you know what you're doing. Like with Aliens vs. Aliens versus Alien, where uh, the creator of Aliens had an idea where like where to go with the the movie after the first one versus something like, um, what's it called? Uh, I don't have a good example of like a negative. But there's always like a part two or like a sequel to a movie where it just doesn't understand what the or- what made the original so good. Uh, that's kind of what happens to a lot of franchises in general. Uh, and it's that's the same problem. Like, when a, just when a kid hears, like, an urban legend or a creepypasta, it's like... I wonder what he... Oh, his board. Ooh, my cousin just sent me a picture of his uh, skateboard. Looks got pretty messed up. Uh, well, he, he uses it a lot, so that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, but, um, creepypastas... Like... It's, it's kind of what happens to a lot of things, and a lot of people kind of like to blame, to blame, oh my goodness, like to blame uh, kids for ruining whatever thing, but something you got to understand is that it's not always the kid's fault, it's usually the person, first of all, a lot of the times it's actually an adult who doesn't realize that whatever they're writing is just not good, and this isn't to say like, oh, you know, your writing's terrible, you shouldn't try writing, you should try writing, but you should make sure two things, number one, you have an understanding of the basic writing formula, like, you know, uh, plot, con- like, what's it called? Intro, plot, conflict, all that stuff. Number two, you understand what made the original story good, because sometimes it'll even break, like, conventional norms or something. And even, I guess, number three would have to be having someone else read it. If you're embarrassed to have someone else read it, like, your family or whatever, because, like, let's just say it's, like, a cringy fan fiction or whatever... That's fine, but we all have, like, one online friend, so I'm pretty sure you could, you you know, you'll find someone. Heck, it could even be a stranger, you know, who just so happens to like the same thing you like, right? Um, but it's also, like, the same thing with, like, uh, Siren Head, for instance, right? Like, I loved Siren Head when I first heard it, but then my little siblings talk about it so much nowadays, and they don't, I don't think they even understand what it is, you know? And it's like, what, how do you explain such a thing? It's an urban legend, it's just a story. And it's not their fault, it's the people on YouTube who, like, make, oh, don't call Siren Head at 3am, and it's like, yeah, don't call anybody at 3am, they're probably fucking sleeping, dude. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
I remember there was even a garbage YouTube channel, and I don't like to talk down on people, but there was a garbage YouTube channel, man, that made, like, almost all of his videos were, like, don't call this person or that, or, like, using a drone, you fucking calling a drone strike on your house, dumbass, but, um, no, like, using a drone to follow, like, Freddy Fazbear or something, <coughs> oh, man, <coughs> oh, crap, ah, oh, great, I got cancer just from talking about that. No, I'm just kidding. But for real, though, it's, like, all these people that want to basically jump on a trend and just, like, there's, basically, there's the, like, high effort videos, and then there's the stuff that's put on the trending tab, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, in some cases, because at least you have videos or channels, like, um, overly sarcastic that get on trending and make really good stuff. But, yeah, it's, like, I mean, I don't know, YouTube in itself needs a lot of help, but, I mean, it's not, like... You know, like, what happened to the guy who's, like, just making a video from his room? You know what I mean? I understand, of course, a lot of people, like, prefer the the high-quality videos, and it's understandable. You know, where you see, like, a grainy footage, and your first thought is, Oh, I don't want to watch this. Like, what is this, you know? Like, it looks low-made, or you're expecting some, like, low-effort quality, or, or... Basically, don't call Five Nights at Freddy's at 3 a.m., which, I mean, it's it's not even a real place, so who are you calling? Fucking IRS or something? Come on now. Um, but uh, I guess that's also a message to you, the viewer, you know. Make sure you give, like, some credit to the, what's it called? Like, to the people who just don't have high-quality video. Not everybody could afford a specific type of mic and stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't even have a mic for my headset. I don't even have a headset, basically. I do, actually, but it's it's pretty busted up. I would love to stream or something someday. Yeah, but... Oh my goodness, wow. It's, uh... I, I went so far off topic. I was talking about creepypastas a few minutes ago. Uh, I don't even have a lot of time. I actually have to cut off because the, the podcast is going way over time right now. But yeah, I mean, hopefully we could, uh... I mean, I personally just miss, like, old school internet stuff. Because, I mean, it, things were a little bit, like, seclusive. Or whatever you call it. Like, secluded? Basically, like, if one guy shared a creepypasta on a website, yeah, a lot of people are going to hear it, but, you know, it has less of a chance of being debunked, you know? It becomes this idea where it's like, is this real? Is this not real? And yeah, there's a lot of horror stories that are real, but it's just like, you know, where it's like either something like, I was living living next to a serial killer, or like, oh, my um, my house was haunted. I mean, I even have a haunted house story, which I'll probably share uh, at the very least, I'm going to go on my Discord and post about it um, because I have a new copypasta dedicated um, Discord channel because I wanted to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update that whole thing. It's just going to be like 2000s style forums because I want to. Um, also because I just missed that stuff. I'm very, I'm very low on time though. Uh, who knows? I might even be on a Halloween episode just talk about the time I saw a ghost in my house. I mean, I was a kid, so, you know, there's going to be people saying like, oh, it's not real. Oh, it's whatever. And I'm going to say... All I have to say is you is to you is I saw something. Was it real? Was it not? I don't know. I saw something. That's it. Scared the crap out of me. I went right back to bed. Didn't even want to talk about that anymore. Not really true because I talk about it a lot. But you know. Well, okay, that's about it for now. Uh, unfortunately, I would I'd like to go on longer. But yeah, I hope to see you guys next time on the podcast. Hopefully, I mean I'm going to be doing a YouTube video. Uh, you have questions? You want to shout out? You have stuff you want to share uh and next week i'll be doing like talking about stocks and stuff in terms of like at the end i want to do like a small a small segment on stocks but for now that's about it everybody 
Uh, good to see you again. Have a good week, folks. Stay safe out there. And uh, see you all next time. Again, don't forget to... Uh, I keep on forgetting the Twitter. Um, You could uh, check out tweets and stuff on at guy from 2000x. Uh, that's G-U-I-F-R-O-M-2-0-X-X. Um, I'll probably... <sighs> YouTube channel. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> so, G-U-I-F-R-O-M-2-0-X-X. And I will see you guys next time.